What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, October the 4th. On this the? episode today, we are going to talk about a possible Switch 2, possible next-gen Nintendo console coming in 2024. I feel like we've been talking about the next Switch for five years. <laughs> you know what's funny? I wouldn't even say that's an over-exaggeration. No. <laughs> I would not. not. <laughs> but we have some more details on that, so we'll, we will go over it. We've also been playing a lot of Remnant 2, so we are mm-hmm. going to be discussing that. And Damn. as of today, as we're recording this, Baldur's Gate 3 has dropped. Um, and so we will discuss that a little bit as well. With us on the podcast today, you can find him at XUserAidX, right behind his... In, are you behind or are you in front of the brick wall? I don't know, but Matthew's with us on the podcast. Definitely in front of <laughs> Only for, I don't know, I have to move out by the end of the month, so not too much longer for the brick wall. Oh, we're going to miss the brick wall. We're going to miss the brick wall. I'm Maybe you can excited get, to have uh, a place with air conditioning. That's fair. Whatever, whatever place you go to, get brick wall wallpaper and put it on the wall where you're going to do your podcast at. I mean. Or before you leave, take a picture of your wall and then, you know, go to Walgreens and print out a just giant poster. No, just a uh, green screen. <laughs> or green That's screen. true. He could. <laughs> he could take a high res photo and then like just put it on the green screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's true. The place it's that we Jay's- are applying for uh, to rent no brick walls. No brick walls. That, that's the Red. name of the place. No brick walls, apartments and condos. It was funny. We were actually in there touring it. I don't know, like a week ago or something. It's a two bedroom place, and he's got one. The guy that's living there now has one bedroom that's uh, his office, or whatever. But it's set up like music studio, and it's really nice. And I just want him to keep just leave everything there. Just keep, yeah, just leave all. everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just use all of it. I'll give you ten dollars for it. Um, you remember when we had Jason on the podcast, and he moved, and he thought about green screening his closet. Yeah. So. He could still be in the closet. It was a good time. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, just go back like a year. Yeah, I've heard that name in a half of year and a half of podcast. He's still making his game. He's and I said we need game, to get yeah. him on here and uh, talk about the game that he's building. He was uh, the uh, Souls like guy, right? Yep. Like that's what that was his jam. Yeah. He likes it. Yep. Um, the last time I saw him in person was <laughs> that he came by my dad's house in South Carolina to get. Uh, I had a physical copy of Golden Sun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that's, that's how long it's been. Also with us on the podcast, you can find him in Tokyo in 30 days. Yep. <laughs> At Brown Berserker. We have Andrew with us on the podcast. Yeah. Yo. What's up? 30 days away, Andrew. How's it feel? Dude. Freaking out. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to blink and it's next week. Like, I'm. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it's You're podcasting from Tokyo. You know what? Like, if we can correspond, like maybe we can see <laughs> if we can get that to work. Honestly, <laughs> or like, just like have you on for like ten minutes or something. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be curious if we can kind of line that up. To be honest, I'll probably have to use like these. You know, oh, it won't be, it won't, like, it won't be a good, good mic, but like, I don't know, worth we'll it. See. 
We'll see. Can we get you in like in the uh, like the hot pools? You know, podcasting. Oh, like an onsen. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'll have my AirPods. They got mics. Just, bu- right? just butt naked. You know, the Witcher style. <laughs> you'll you'll cool. you'll see from like here up. It'll be all right. You won't see anything. <laughs> Eighteen plus uh, YouTube. Yes, we'll we'll have to mark it. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll try also, before you go, mm-hmm. like what, like ten days before you go, or something like that, we have the Destiny stream. As yes, well. I so, will be watching that. Two two exciting or an exciting thing before another exciting thing. Mm-hmm. Which are you what, more excited? Well, about? what's funny is like the last podcast I do will be f- like six hours before my flight takes off. Mm-hmm. So- <laughs> That's what we need. we need to do a podcast with you in the airport and then in Tokyo and then at the airport again. That'd be crazy. The whole, <laughs> whole thing. That'd be crazy. We want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. It's a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday wherever you stream your podcast at or you can watch us on YouTube at youtube.com backslash at logongames. You can also find us at logongames on pretty much any social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or I guess it's just called X now. It's going to be a while before people stop saying Twitter and just say X. Oh, it's I don't Twitter. like it. Do you guys like it'll, it? I don't like it'll, it. it. It will still be Twitter until it's... I am very indifferent about it. I don't care either way be honest with you i like i like the if we get to the point where we could just do this you know what i mean x x you know gonna I mean? bring because that, that's fun <laughs> but at the same time will it make it to that point you know what i mean yeah i mean i like the logo in that blue the blue sure. bird and white bird i liked all that i don't know it's yeah just, and it made it's, kind it's of, boring it's just it boring. made kind of sense too and for you to play city skylines they have their fake twitter on there and mm. it's like the blue bird and everything. I forget actually what it's called off the top of my head. But it's something that's like almost Twitter, but not quite. Mm. Like Twitter or something like that. Twitter. Yeah, so it's I wonder, one of those kind of things. I wonder if the name Twitter and the bird logo are like available to buy. Dude, that'd be crazy, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. That'd be our new podcast logo. Just the Twitter bird. <laughs> Post Malone will probably buy it first. So, yeah. <laughs> um, this episode of the Logger Games podcast is brought to you by Zencaster. Zencaster is where we record our podcast at. You can use it right from the browser. You can send invite links. Uh, it makes life really, really easy. You can do video, you can do audio, you can go up to 4K, you can do the production stuff in here. You can upload it in here to all the platforms, anything you want to do. Um, So if you are trying to start a podcast or looking to switch, for us, we went from Skype three years ago to, or two years, I don't know, it's been, time's weird. Um, (laughs) We went from Skype to Zencaster and we've been on here ever since. Um, So if you are interested in that or want to check more stuff out, you can go to Zencaster.com backslash pricing and use our code LogOnGames to get 30% off your first month of a Zencaster paid plan. That is all lowercase, no spaces, LogOnGames. Um, you can just type that name into the promo code to get your 30% off. <sighs> Topics! 
This past week, specifically July the 31st, Video Games Chronicle posted this article. Titled Sources, Nintendo Targets 2024 with Next Gen Console. Development kits for Nintendo's next console are now with key partner studios with launch planned for next year, sources have told VGC. According to people with knowledge of Nintendo's next-gen console plans, the company is likely to release the new hardware during the second half of 2024 to ensure that it has ample stock available on day one to avoid the kind of shortages seen with PS5 and Series X and S. Although specific details on the console are being kept closely guarded, those VGC spoke to indicated that the next-gen console would would be able to be used in portable mode, similar to the Nintendo Switch. Two sources VGC spoke to suggested that the console could launch with an LCD screen instead of the more premium OLED in order to bring down cost, especially considering the increased storage needed for higher fidelity games. The current Switch comes with just 32 gigs of internal memory, while many current-gen PlayStation and Xbox games are over 100 gigabytes. Like its predecessor, the new Nintendo console will also accept physical games via a cartridge cartridge slot, sources said. Other details such as backwards compatibility support for Switch games remains unclear. Nintendo has said it wants to convert as many Switches, as many of Switch's 100 million plus user base as possible to its next system, although some third-party publishers are said to have expressed concern that legacy support for Switch games could negatively affect sales of next-gen titles. Mm. Nintendo did not immediately respond to VGC's uh, comment for the story. Um, There's more I could read, but do we need to? That's the question. There's a bunch of numbers on stuff. Um, Andrew, what are you thinking? Um, so while you were doing that, I was looking up the, uh, Wii U release date to the switch. I think it's a five-year gap. Um, the, the only difference though, is you look at the success of the switch and if they feel it's necessary to pump out the next one, when the numbers have not dropped, it just keeps growing and growing and they come out with tears of the kingdom and more systems are sold. I guess at this point. I'm wondering if like the reason they're wanting to possibly consider pushing out another one is so that they can put out uh, better looking games, better performing games. So people can't like, you know, crap on them for the graphics, AKA Pokemon and or frame drops and stuff like that. But going, going along what I originally first said regarding the Wii U gap and the switch gap, I guess it's about time, honestly, but Mm -hmm. like I said, is it necessary for Nintendo or do they need to push out another system at this point in time with the sales being what it is? So I don't know. I would, I would say because I mean, the Wii U was a failure. Yes. I think that's why there's only a five year gap. Yeah. But a lot of that failure was because they were getting like no third party support. Yeah. I think maybe they're scared that if they don't come out with a higher quality thing, they could lose third party support. Right. So if you look down a little bit lower in the same article, you just read, Mm. Tokyo-based industry consultant Dr. Sarkin Toto told VGC, blah, 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 blah. It's, quote, I would generally say that looking at Nintendo's financials, it seems clear that it's time for a new piece of hardware in 2024. Hardware is already projected to fall 16.5% year-on-year in the current fiscal, while the minus for software is expected to hit 15.9. So around 16% for both. So even though they haven't necessarily dropped 
in sales yet. The projection is that they're about to. Like See, that's what I'm saying. Coming. So like they, they put out Tears of the Kingdom this year, right? Mm-hmm. So say next year we don't get a Switch 2 and they put out the next 3D Mario. It's going to sell like hotcakes. It's going to mm-hmm. sell even more Switches like hotcakes. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like like you guys are saying, is this revolving around third party, the loss mm-hmm. of third party? Because your, your, uh, your current system is underperforming and we need mm-hmm. something to give us better graphics yeah. and better performance. Yeah, well, we watched is- the Nintendo uh, Direct recently, mm-hmm. and I think we all were on the same page of just like this kind of is pointing towards a new Switch because it seems like they're holding back. Yes, because the games that they're releasing now are just kind of like, I mean, yeah, two D Mario is exciting, mm-hmm. Super Mario RPG remake, yep, that kind of stuff is just yeah. like, all right, let's get it to where you still have things to play, but like. That was Nintendo's like big summer mm-hmm. direct, which we would normally see some pretty beefy things. Yeah. yeah. So we know they have a Mario Kart game in the works. Yeah. Um, we assume that the next 3D Mario is, if this is true, probably a launch title for. Mm-hmm. Makes for sense. This game for this console because I mean it pretty was, soon after. Yeah, I mean it was what the was it the first year. Of the Switch that Mario Odyssey came out? It was, well, Odyssey and... That December? And, and, and Breath. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Tears of the Wild, Kingdom, yeah. but that's not correct. Breath of the Wild, they I think both we, came Yeah, out I think we got time. both in the same year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. They were, so, I think they were only a couple months apart from each other. It was, uh, I think Mario came out later in the year, if I remember correctly, but I don't remember. Well, so uh, let, me, it, let me dive in and ask you two this quick. Like, what... I thought it's the... F- the first party games is what carries the switch for the most part, right? Not third party. I would say, Correct. I would but say when I say, when I say third party, I don't mean like call of duty, Madden, whatever. I mean like the square Enix RPGs, the weird little farm thingies. Yeah. yeah. Um, the indies and stuff like that, where it's like, you don't want to lose that because you're not getting the call. Well, I guess they're going to get Call of Duty now, mm-hmm. but um, you you weren't and haven't been getting like the Grand Theft Autos and the Call of Duties and the Maddens and the Fifas and whatever giant EA Battlefield or whatever. Yeah. Um. So you have to get some third party support. So you but get all, those, all the other stuff. All those you just mentioned are basically on the Switch. Right, they are. And they definitely you don't were. Want, you don't want to get to the point where people are just like, and they're like the worst versions, right? The developers are like, oh, we're still working on this old piece of tech, yeah. And then they yes. get sick and they don't want to do it anymore, mm-hmm. and then well, you lose out on those good games. The gap is is to the point, and, and it kind of has been for about a year or so. The gap is to the point where, if you put out, what's a good example? Uh, I mean, well, we Overwatch, even though it's old, uh, Overwatch or apex or whatever like it you're right it's the worst version on the switch yeah but then there are games like um guardians of the galaxy or something like that that if they want to put it on the switch i don't even know if it's on the switch or not i would assume not but it also could be i'm not sure but if you want to put it on the switch you have to go with the cloud version because it can't handle another version right and so you want to make it as easy on those third-party people to be like okay yeah we'll put it on everything else and then we'll just knock it down to 1080 and throw it on the nintendo one and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. So but there's like two camps of why the Switch sold so much. 
yeah, those first party sales drove a lot of the stuff. But then there was even, I mean, like I heard, we, I said it, I've heard y'all say it at different times, especially at the beginning of the cycle. It was, hmm, this game's coming out, but if I can take it with me, I might get it on the Switch instead of blah, 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 blah. So that's the other, that's the other big camp of like, you know what, if it's close, I'd rather ride it, you know, I got to take a bus to work, so I'll play it on the bus or whatever, you know, different things. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's, that's how it was what for the Steam Deck. I was, I'd be like, yeah, that's a Steam Deck game. Like, So mm-hmm. that's I was actually going to bring that up. Do you think the Steam Deck and the uh, the ROG Ally is a threat now no. to the situation? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a threat, but I'm glad they exist because that should make yeah. this better. They have their own next switch. Better. They have their own niche. And the other, the reason I say no is part of what it seems like Nintendo is doing is okay. New consoles come out, not Nintendo, but PlayStation, Xbox, new consoles come out there this powerful. Therefore we have to charge $500 for them. Okay. Well let's wait two or three years and then build something that we can charge $300 for or 350 for mm-hmm. that can still run those things. And we're not like, that's, that's the other massive entry point to the Switch is you can go get one for cheap compared to the yeah, other ones. Yeah, no, that's true. Like day yeah. one. And so, I don't know, it makes sense It'll to me. It'll be, the thing that's interesting to me, and I don't know if this is even possible, but it's not. If, they could, if they could, <laughs> if, it's, if it's the Switch 2, let's just say it's called Switch 2, um, or it's something that is, it's the same, it's the same thing. Dare they yeah. call it the Switch 2? Oh, God. God. (laughs) Um, If they make it to where the docked version or the dock itself is pretty beefy of a thing. Like a performance booster type of... Yeah, like like more so now where it's like, oh, you dock it and it's 1080, but it's the same frame rate and stuff like that. If they made it to where, like, no, you dock this thing and it is on par with, like, the Series S. That would be sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. You give me 1080 at 60 frames for everything. That'd be super cool. Yeah, be incredible. And then, and, yeah. and you can that, charge that for would, that. Yeah, for sure. You could sell it as the Switch by itself for three hundred or whatever. And hey, the dock's a hundred bucks or whatever, and they'd still sell a crap of crap ton. This of is, I mean, if I'm envisioning what I see, if I'm envisioning the graphic guys, black screen, birds. You have the Switch. <laughs> switch is all white. You know what I mean. The dock is all white. And they're like, here's, okay, here's the Switch Two. It's it's basically a Switch Pro. We also have this other dock, and it's it's black, guys. This dock is black, and it's sold separately, and it's the performance dock. Listen, you want 1080p at 60 frames on everything? Here you go. Some games will only be performance dock mode, you know what I mean? Because some of these developers are like, well, Baldur's Gate 3 is out, but we're not going to put it on the Switch, but we'll put it, you know, we're already making it for the Series S, so we'll put that version on the Switch performance dock. Well, with something coming out, they've done like, it before I, with the new 3DS. You remember? On, that? You're onto something, honestly, with this sure. performance dock thing. I think, to be honest, yeah, I, I think it'd be cool too. But yeah. I mean, I think you're to the you're point though, to. where like even handheld, like <laughs> I, even for developers that are coming out with brand new games, you should be able to make a handheld software that you can play at 1080 at 30 frames. Like that, at least yeah. should yeah. happen. On yeah. every game that's coming out, for the most part. Well, 1080, so, yeah, but isn't like 1080 useless mm-hmm. on a screen that small? That's why they say 720 is fine. It's not useless, but it's not, and it also depends. Is the screen a little bit bigger on this one? That like, okay? What, yeah, yeah. If you're, what, yeah, what the screen's they, bigger. Yeah, yeah. 
what route do they go? Because I feel like it has to be bigger this time but, around. Well, you also realize like the, where the switch, the way the switch is now, the screen is the size of the console, right? And mm-hmm. you just have Joy Cons on the outside of it. Everything yeah. like so, you may have to have a bigger screen just for the purpose of having a bigger area to put stuff in mm-hmm. <laughs> to make your console powerful. That's the interesting part to me is just what I'm kind of fine with it either way, but. Is it a Nintendo thing to do in the past would be just to, because, I mean, they're, they've they done this. They did it. They tried to go from the Wii to the Wii U, and they're like, you can use all the same things, and it confused everybody. Mm. And do they go Switch 2, and they're like, yeah, the Joy-Cons work the same. You can pop them in, or is it just like full business Nintendo where it's like everything's, different you have to rebuy all the accessories because they make beep, beep, boop, boop, on joy con so if you know yeah they make the joy con 2.0 and it's like listen it's bigger you have to these are the new this is all the new switch to stuff you can still use the same cartridges in the same games but you're gonna have to rebuy all the accessories because we're nintendo and we want your money matthew's ready to unleash go <laughs> i can see i, I can one. see the thoughts stirring. <laughs> i'll just say one yeah, they they tried some different things. One the re, one reason the Wii U didn't work was obviously third party. The other reason is that it was called the Wii U. It didn't it, make any no, sense. I don't think that had anything to do with it. Because uh, I like the, the DS, Wii U. But... The DS names were the worst, and they still sold like crazy. Um, which I'm going to get to in a second. But one is the third party, and two is it what we all thought it was the Switch. Basically, like their marketing, like yeah. we all thought it was going to be like the switches now, and it's it wasn't, and so mm-hmm. that was a problem. So therefore, like there is nothing on the market right now like the switch. Like the closest is the Steam Deck, and the problem is you don't get the first party Nintendo games or anything that is exclusive to you, right? Yeah. Um, and then secondly, people say that Nintendo like to innovate and do something new every time, which they do in a lot of ways, but man, they stuck with that DS thing for a while. <laughs> like they went all like, mm-hmm. I mean, D, the DS name was on like three or four iterations in a row yeah. before they came out with something new. So if it sells this well, and I don't think they have any reason to really change it. I don't, I mean, I think if you change it, you're changing it kind of like, like PS five changed their controller and added haptic it's going to be a minor-ish change compared to... It's not going to be like, oh, now you can play with your toes or whatever. Like it is, I would hope... Like, I mean, they're still dealing with the Joy-Con stick drift thing, so hopefully they kind of make a new Joy-Con 2.0. The article is about uh, cartridge-based, right, still? It has that option, yeah. It said yeah. there's a cartridge. So cartridge do we spot. think that our Switch games will work on this thing, too, or we we don't we don't think so? I would assume so. I think I really so. hope so. I think you know. so. You That'd could be play. a huge seller. Remember, alone. you could play on all the Wii, Wii games on the Wii U. Yeah. yeah, on the Wii U, when you would play Wii games, it would basically do the whole Wii OS thing. Like it would take you to the Wii home yep. screen kind of thing. So even if there's a new whole OS thing, you pop in a Switch yeah. One cartridge, it just kind of goes back yeah. to that. Maybe. Yeah. And ask you if you have a memory card. Um, I'm just kidding. But like. <laughs> It, that's part of the article that you read, right? It said something to the effect of 
not being sure if they would have backwards compatibility or something like that because they don't want to take away sales from man i don't see that being a problem at all because absolutely not there it'll come out and there'll be people that are like oh i'm good with just my switch i'm fine i can play all the games on the switch i don't need the new switch and then zelda tears of the kingdom 2 comes out or whatever that game is that's only on the new one and it's like just kidding find the new one (laughs) like that's just gonna take that that's what they have they'll they'll put out one game just and you'll buy an entire console just for that Mm -hmm. one game like they they do that even now Mm -hmm. you can't come out with a switch 2 and be like it's not backward backwards compatible compatible when you had tears of the kingdom come out the previous year oh yes right right. it's on the way so it's like you mean tell me that this game that came out mario game less than 18 months ago i can't play on the new thing kind of thing i don't believe that for a second no, I, I mean, I guess there's a... I don't think this will happen. I guess there's a world where some games are backwards compatible and some aren't, but I, I just... I don't. I doubt yeah. that. So here's here's my other question. So I think it was the last, like, year or two, we, we kept hearing rumors and rumors and rumors and rumors. Oh, it's getting announced next week at this showcase, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Are we expecting just, like, a random out-of-the-blue date? They're just going to, like, throw a video up and it's just going to blow all of our minds. Like, not even, like, no one's going to be able to leak it. It's just going to come out and we're just going to be like, oh, my God, what? Do we we think that's the case? It's just going to be, like, completely random? It's interesting that it says second half of 2024. I can't Mm -hmm. remember the last time they did a console second half of 2024. The Switch was, like, in March or whatever. Yeah, it's usually Mm -hmm. spring, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so my guess would be that we get a spring Nintendo Direct or that they just drop a commercial or a trailer or whatever for, for this thing around. I think it's that summer game fest time. It's whatever that, that Could be direct that well. is. Whatever that as a matter of fact, they really want to get hyped. That's the thing that he announces at the end of Summer Game Fest. See, like, that's what I'm trying to I don't think remember, they would do that. But then are you gonna go fall or winter direct and then because nor Normally, obviously things change. Normally they do a spring, a summer, and then a fall slash winter Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes they do more. Sometimes you do a small, the, mm-hmm. the Nindies thing or whatever. But as far as full-blown Nintendo Directs, you usually get like three a year. So mm-hmm. you're really going to do a fall or winter one this year and a sp- spring one and then also a summer one? Seems weird. Yeah. Unless they go with... They probably are holding out. Mm-hmm. Whatever the one is before Summer Game Fest, they could announce it then, and then for the Summer Game Fest direct that at that time, it's not, it may or may not be part of Summer Game Fest. I don't know. At that time, you just show games. They can pull a Xbox and just show it at the Game Awards this year. They can just show, show it. the yeah. just show it. They could do a, a PlayStation and thing. just not say anything for a half a year. Yeah, just don't don't even <laughs> pretend it doesn't exist until pretend you don't exist. You can't released. do any directs about anything. If you come out with a new game, put it in a blog post. Yep. I do think that, at least my hope is that the Steam Deck and the Ally pushed this to be at least at least a little bit better. Because battery life is probably the number one thing Yeah, that needs to be good. And, I mean, if you can play. I don't know. I, I assume the Ally is similar to the Steam Deck as far as battery life goes. I don't know that for sure. Hmm. Um, but Steam Deck wise, it's like you can play freaking Elden Ring and you're going to get mm-hmm. almost what, like two hours of battery life, hour and a half. 
Yeah, at like 30, 40 frames per second. Yeah. Yeah. But then you can play other games and get four or five hours. Like I would play Persona 5 and get a solid four hours out of mm-hmm. Persona 5. So, can um, I propose something? Go, go, finish your thought and then I'll, I'll go. Yeah, I've got, I was I've just going to say, I, I would YouTube. hope that those numbers are doubled for this. Mm-hmm. Hope. Hope. Like, I would hope that the Call of Duty games are coming to the Switch now because they signed the 10 year thing. So if I'm playing the Call of Duty story campaign handheld on max settings, I would hope to get three to four hours on that. And oh, if yeah. I'm playing like a Persona or a Mario or something like that, to be able to get seven to eight, I think would be awesome. Will that happen? I don't know. Probably not. But that's my hope. Use whatever battery technology they have in their controller, their pro controller. Thing. Oh my gosh, yeah, dude, I think it's great. <laughs> so go ahead, uh, what you're gonna say, Andrew, then I'm I'm kind of no, so I right. my my quick research, uh the announcement mm-hmm. trailer for uh the Nintendo Switch was in October of twenty sixteen, and then we got it spring. Okay. So okay. you are you're talking about what second quarter of twenty twenty four? Is that what they're saying? They said second half. The, second second half. half. Okay. Yeah. So it was October, we got it in March. So probably flip those probably March or April. And then we get it in October. See, I, I think that's a bad time though. I, I, I think spring is a good time to release a console because like, I, yeah, I do too. I honestly yeah, I, think well, with there, Nintendo, I don't think it matters. I think it doesn't release think it, it matters. On, I don't okay. think it release it any day and it's going to sell like crazy. I mean, it's going to, re- my guess is that it's going to release with Mario Odyssey two as well, or whatever the next 3d Mario game is. Yeah. And that's, Probably all they need, <laughs> and, yeah. and probably a yeah, Pokemon yeah. game as well. As if it's going to come out in September, October, November, Pokemon games always come out in November. So even if it comes out before then, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to mm-hmm. buy it, play Mario Odyssey, and then a month later, a new Pokemon game is going to. I mean, as long yeah. as another team is making that <clears throat> Pokemon game, then we're, we're okay. <sighs> <laughs> Or All if right, you're so, me, you're gonna just gonna go back and play the old Pokemon game, and hopefully yeah. it runs better on this thing. Yeah. I know, right? So here's my here's my thought. Okay. All right. This is this is our Shark Tank. We're gonna make a million dollars idea. What may oh, way more snap. than that? We just need to build a controller where, like, there are controllers that are out there where the analog sticks and the like D pad stuff are movable, so you can go offset okay. or straight line if you want. Build one of those. It's got like the haptic triggers, all that kind of jazz, right? Connects to your PlayStation, connects to your Xbox, connects to your Switch. Charge like 300 bucks for the thing. As long as it has like a 20-hour battery life in it, I would buy that tomorrow. Okay, so it's, a, uni- it's a universal controller. Yeah, that- like, a, like a really nice one. Has the triggers. Dang, I don't know if I could pay 300 for a controller. <laughs> I almost would do it if just it for 20 for hours. Maybe. I, I would almost do it for 20 hours of battery life just on the PlayStation. No, the, the universal <laughs> part and the and the the longevity of the battery is definitely intriguing for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I can see it working between cool. PC, Switch, and Xbox, but that's not PlayStation's not gonna allow that. I don't think they have to. There's already third party controllers that you can make. It's just all you have to have is something that connects Bluetooth. That's true. Yeah. Like make sure you have the right Bluetooth connectors and that's also a weird thing with Xbox is they use a different Bluetooth than normal Bluetooth. They, they built their own for the A little bit. Uh, most of them have, yeah, uh, to some degree, different frequencies or whatever. Or just the do that only- with a headset because all the headsets are 
only PC, Xbox, only PC, PlayStation. And it's infuriating. Mm. The This headset, the one I use, the one you have, I use um, PlayStation and PC, but not Xbox. Although I yeah. probably, I bet it would work on Xbox. You plug in. Maybe not. I don't know. It works, but it doesn't work. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like you <Okay>. can't, <laughs> like I have the Steel Series one for PlayStation. Is that what I have? Same thing? I, th- I think so, maybe. I think so too. Yours works better but, than mine though. Um, the volume buttons, the mute buttons, the the sliders where you can make someone louder, softer, whatever. None of those buttons work if you if I put it on Xbox. Okay. And it sounds like it's coming through a telephone speaker, but it works. Gotcha. You know? It works okay on PC though. I have no problem. I talked to y'all on Xbox while I'm on PC, and it works fine. So I don't know. Interesting. Man, you two are we'll fancy. S- anyway, CDs, CDs in my ear. That's how I play on PC. That's how I play on console. That's how I play on my Steam Deck. <laughs> I also have a surround sound system. Just it's not hooked up in here. It's out there. You guys are hardcore. There's a respect. There's a new um, Steel Series headset, like a giant, like a big boy, like a super expensive one that I really, really want. And this is I've been waiting for Astro to come out with their. <clears throat> A50 like refresh and they still haven't and we're this far into the new consoles which is kind of crazy but um, I don't know I need it might be time to switch especially for Xbox because I can't stand this the headset I have for Xbox anymore yeah hurts Sony's my, hurts my noggin yeah Sony's nice ones went on sale for, for Prime Day or whatever and I missed them you're talking about the uh, what's it called it starts with the I Start with an eye. Anyways, I I do a lot of research on the end zone. Yeah, garbage. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Um, moving on. We've been playing a game called Remnant Two. This is an article from Forbes.com. Is Remnant Two like Dark Souls, Elden Ring, or Diablo? What it says. Now that I myself have started playing Remnant 2 at last, I keep getting the same questions from my readers. Should I play it? Is it like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Elden Ring? Or if I like Destiny, Diablo, Borderlands, should I pick it up? The answer to all of these is yes, but I'll explain. (laughs) Yes. Um, There are Souls aspects here in terms of world design and gameplay loop. Uh, The game has campfires, giant crystals that act as safe zones and warp points. If you die, you'll be sent back to the last crystal you were uh, near. Um, you can purposely go to a crystal to heal, get more ammo, blah, 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 blah. Combat also is, involves a lot of, of dodge rolling, especially with bosses. There's a lot of learning specific mechanics, dodging, hiding from time to attacks, but with guns. For those uh, scared of the difficulty associated with games like Dark Souls and Bloodborne, I say this is less of a concern. There's no easy mode, but there are different difficulties. Even normal can be pretty hard at points, and veteran mm. makes everything tougher, especially bosses. But if you want to go nuts, there are nightmare and apocalypse difficulties uh, and even a hardcore mode. So yes, generally it's harder than most shooters in this genre, but it's not one-size-fits-all approach um, like from software games. Um, Speaking of farming, we can head over to the looter shooter space. I would say this is much more like Soulsborne games than looter like looters like Destiny, Diablo, and Borderlands. But I would also say that fans of those games still really like this one, even if bosses are not exploding in loot pinatas after you kill them. (laughs) 
In terms of how combat feels, the most obvious comparison is Outriders, a game that itself was influenced by the influenced by the first Remnant, a third-person shooter where the player, you, the player, are not concerned with taking cover behind walls. Uh, there, and there is loot, but again, I would probably classify more in the Elden Ring territory. There are specific weapons you find and upgrade in time, basic ones you can buy, but the best ones are crafted after beating bosses and giving and them giving you some material or solving elaborate secrets to be rewarded with them. Um, there's a lot more here we may touch back on in a second, but me and Matthew have been playing this game quite a bit. Andrew, you're intrigued by it. What have you I... seen from the outside looking in? Oh, so I want to play this game so bad. It's ridiculous. Um, I mean, everything from like the build crafting, the bosses, the environments, just the art direction, everything looks insane. Um, the thing I was going to ask you guys, did you guys hear about the uh, secret class that had to be data mined first before you could get it? Uh, the Archon class? Yes. Yep. That was a cool concept. I thought that was an insanely cool concept. There's a lot of cool concepts in this game. Mm-hmm. Oh, We've the other play- thing too about the game is like every time they dodge roll, I think Gears of War, it kind of has that like same look to me. I don't know if that's just me, but yeah. It depends on how much weight you have on your character. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Oh, so the one class that like intrigues me the most is like most of them are using, they're all using guns, right? For the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like the one dude who's got like the gigantic sword on his back, I want to play that class. What class is that? Um, I think it starts out as Berserker. I don't know if that okay. sword is the Berserker starting Challenge. melee it's weapon. Yeah, it's just like a huge sword. Looks but there's, like there's, other, there's other big ones that you can okay. It's called get. Challenger. Gotcha. Challenger. That looks cool. I think, I think that's the one. Yes. Um, uh, you had mentioned, too, about like uh, earlier before we started, <clears throat> about hearing about being able to like combine classes or use different abilities or those yeah. kind of things. So yeah. The idea basically is every you pick a class to start as every other class has an item that you have to get in order to use that class as to craft whatever. it. Basically. Yeah, to like to tap craft. into their abilities, I guess. Right, right. So okay. like there's like a metal thing that if you get that okay. you can be the marksman hunter guy. I mean, right? just pretty much take it as a destiny um subclass like okay yeah 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 so like you would find the crafting material for the subclass and you would take it to the person and then they'd give you the subclass and then you yes. can use it yep okay so is there is there you can have two rarity in this ones. game as well is there what loot rarity in the game not really not really no. okay there's barely any loot oh i wouldn't say that Okay, we have we have two different uh, thoughts here. <laughs> There's barely any loot in terms of like you're never gonna kill a person and, and be like, oh cool, I found a weapon, or very rarely. You're never gonna um like there's no deleting of weapons and stuff. You know what I mean? You're oh, like, okay, that's cool. There's no dupe there's no duplicates of anything. Yeah. Um and if you get a duplicate, like if you do another like run or you're playing with someone else and you find a ring that you already have, it just automatically turns into scrap, which is like the money in this game. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, when you, what you're looting off people really is scrap or ammo. Like that's about it. 
Um, um, but Matthew, the, what you... to, I was gonna say the continue the class thing is you can. It's not. It is like subclasses in terms of how you get them, but it's really like dual classes. So you can have whatever two classes equipped as you want, and you get their abilities. Like yeah. So you get their main special ability, and then every class has a basically three main special abilities. You get. You start out with one, and then you get the other at level five, and then the third at level ten. Ten's max for that th- class. So, like, usually what happens is you'll level up a class to ten, and then maybe switch it out to try to level another one up. So you, mm. you know, have all the things um, switch back and forth. So, for example, the challenger, the one with the big sword that you were yeah. talking about, I used that as my second class for quite a while because I liked his abilities. That helped a little bit, even though I didn't. I would have never played as that class as my main class. But to yeah. have his extra stuff was nice. So it's interesting. Uh, interesting thing. Yeah. And it is, uh, obviously, we have a, was it a, was it Summer Game Fest? Whatever stream it was where this game was announced. And I got really excited. You can find it on youtube.com backslash There you game. go. No, I really want to play um, it. It was the one that I was most hyped about because I knew that I really, really enjoyed the first game as buggy and glitchy as it was trying to play co-op. Um, and I knew that if it was just polished, if it was pretty much the same thing, just built upon and polished, that this game would be really, really good. And that's pretty much exactly what they've done. It's by no means perfect out the gate. We're playing on console. Playing by myself is fine. Like if you're playing solo on PS5, performance-wise, it's fine. When you go co-op, you have there's frame problems, for sure. Yes. Um, wow. Not to the point where it is like, oh my god, I can't even play this game because it's so bad. But it's just like, listen, you're you're playing it, you're not at sixty. You're probably thirty to fifty at different varying points. Right. It's mind blowing um, because you'll you'll get used to like you'll play a whole fight scene basically and like. 45 frames a second mm. and all of a sudden you'll turn a corner or something you're you'll go back to 60 and you're like oh there we are there yeah. we are it's back <laughs> <laughs> i assume that that will be fixed uh-huh. eventually like they're not a giant team here we're not talking about freaking naughty dog like they're not under a playstation or xbox and umbrella or anything like that so um They've already said, whoever one of the developers is on Twitter has already said, like, we know the bulk of problems and we're working to fix them, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for console, because, like, the invites are bugged. Like, <laughs> trying to join people's games is bugged. It's the not impossible time, to get in. It's just, like, it takes. sometimes it takes a little bit of work to... The first time we played together, all three of us, Andrew and I had to delete each other as friends on PlayStation and then add each other back <laughs> so that it would show up on his friends list. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Just random random stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And then it worked. But once you're yeah, once you're <laughs> in, you're good to go. We've never yeah. had any we played since day one and we've never had any issue of like getting booted or kicked or anything. I, I got um basically the game crashed once, but that was it. So have you guys yeah. beaten it? Um we've beaten the campaign one time. Okay. Okay. But so, so the first day, me and our friend Colby played for a while. And then, like, the next day, me, I guess, like, the next week, really, week and a half, me, Colby, and Matthew played on his campaign. And the way that the game goes is a lot of it, 
most of the game is procedurally generated. That's so your layout's going to be slightly different. Um, some of the bosses will be different more than likely. Some of the mm-hmm. places you go will be different as far as, I mean, the worlds are the same, but yeah, like we got the haunted mansion in my campaign. Matthew didn't have it in his. That makes mm-hmm. sense. At all. Uh, at all. Yeah. And so oh, there that's are cool. that's so five. Cool. That was the first thing that I did in that. Me and Colby did. There are five locations it dropped in, the us in the haunted mansion. There is three realms. Okay. There's the labyrinth, which if you played the first game is like uh-huh. how you get to the other realms, but it's kind of like a mini realm in and of itself. Yeah. And then there's like the last place, which is not as big and Got it's it. more just like boss battle, boss battle, boss battle. That's true. So the three realms, but the three like normal realms or whatever, um, when I started my campaign, I started in a different realm than they started. In. Yeah. So cool, man. Yeah. So um, like, they showed up and they were like, this is not the same. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool. Man. I mean, cool. even now we're playing through with it. I'm playing through with another friend I played uh, last night and this will be the, cause I've re-rolled some levels. There's a, a mode called adventure mode. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like you can re-roll any of the realms and go and do stuff. So like if you miss something, or it's you not even don't want to, yeah, or you want to grind for a certain material or whatever, you can kind of go there and, or if you have like, there's one thing that I, there's a key that I have that I got from someone else's realm, mm-hmm. and if you get, you need two keys to get this thing. This is how this is like full on remnant. You need two keys to get this thing, but if you have one key in your realm, you won't have the second one. So you'll either have to re-roll the planet or whatever, or the realm or join someone else's game that will have, that happens to have this specific place to get that other key. And then you can do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming this game requires the internet. I can't play this offline at all. I don't think so. I have no no idea. You can't play offline. offline I played offline the other day when my internet went down, it said, Hey, by the way, you're offline now. I was like, okay. So you can't play. Hmm. The first one was offline because I played it on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, but there's some interesting things like okay. so Andrew got the haunted mansion in his world, him and our friend. I didn't get yeah. mine. In the haunted mansion, you get a thing that later on in the game lets you get another thing, which is the thing you need for that a class. It's a lot of things. Right? I'm trying not to ruin <laughs> things or what class. I'm I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. uh, secret. They're called the classes are called archetypes, and there's secret mm-hmm. archetypes spread throughout the whole game. Correct. Um, and so I didn't have the thing from the Haunted Mansion because I had never been there to get like you talk to some person and they give you the item and then you can go turn that into the archetype. Basically, most of the things on this game other than ammo, I think everything in this game other than ammo, when you pick it up, it picks it up for the whole party. So if you pick up a ring, everybody gets that ring. If you pick up. Oh, a really? Ring, yeah. Wow. And so they did that thing and turned it in, got the item. I got the item, even though I had never been to the Haunted Mansion to get the first item to trade. And so, like, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. I got that yeah. archetype without having to go through the first part of it, first half of it. And that's nice because, and that's something I think that they learned from the first game and people that, like, video games are supposed to be fun, even if it's a game like this, it's supposed to be a little bit mm-hmm. harder. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to lose the fun factor of being like, <clears throat> Oh yeah, I did this thing offline with like you said, Matthew. It's like, oh yeah, well me and Colby got this, and now you don't have it. And she's like, well, why? We're all playing together. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a cool no like. If you want to play with friends, that promotes that. 
I hey, I got this item. I know if I turn it in, I can blah blah blah. Hey, Andrew, uh, Colby, y'all ring- hop on. Y'all can get this item real quick that you don't whatever you know. Yeah, be easy. And it's like a lot of times we separate when we start. You know, getting we got we got to the point where we won't die every two seconds. You look at the map, and we're all at different corners of the map, just looking for stuff. And it's nice to be like, oh, well, I found this ring, or I found this book, or whatever, or this weapon. Y'all need to come over here and get it. And then we have to run, spend thirty minutes running all the way back, yeah, just yeah. to now pick up don't. this thing. It's really nice that you just pick it up and it gives it everything. It's it's, it's, it's interesting because you will just be running doing something, all of a sudden the bottom of my screen, boom, you got this ring. I was like, oh, where'd you get that? <laughs> just That's <kinda> cool. like, <laughs> yeah. All right, so let me ask, have you guys acquired the gun called Nightfall? Because apparently that thing is OP. I don't know. It is. Let me it's the gun that me and Colby used that you turn invisible. Oh no. Um, The funniest the funny part about that is like what I just said. My first campaign, I never played, ran it too, obviously, downloaded it. Me and Colby started playing it. Uh, it wasn't midnight because it came out at like one PM Eastern time or something random. Okay. Um the first place it plopped us into was that world, and we would did like one little section, and then we were like at the haunted mansion, which is where you have to do everything to get the nightfall weapon. So the first like real unlockable weapon that I got was nightfall, and so I had That's no idea that insane. it was. And I used it basically the entire campaign because I was that like, every time insane. I would get another gun, I'd be like, it's good. But it does like the mod on Nightfall is like unlimited ammo, and it's basically like a rifle. So it's just like, okay, it turns into an auto rifle, yeah. and you just go to town on people. I watched a video like, on it. That's why I was asking. <laughs> I fight, yeah. I fight the ammo, like the need for ammo all the time on that game. Really oh, it's do. bad. Um, it depends on your build and what guns you use and stuff like that. But and it, it also be. depends. Again, like I said, everything is shared except <clears throat> ammo. Gotcha. So if I if I pick up the ammo, it goes off like they can't pick it up. So, um, yeah, yeah, because so like in Destiny, we produce bit. our own bricks for the most part. Like if I pick up a brick, that doesn't mean everybody else can see that brick. So, yeah, right, correct. Yeah, everybody's got their own bricks. Mm-hmm. And I, but, Ma- but Matthew, but Matthew's saying, yeah, not in this game. Not in this game. Okay, we so all this- see the same brick. We all see the same long okay, gun. So you ammo, have to make, yeah, you have to it- make decisions who needs that brick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's never too crazy. It's it's usually like we're fighting. We've been going for a while without hitting a checkpoint, and it's just like someone will call mm-hmm. out like, "I really need long gun ammo." If you see any, yeah, yeah. Or I really need handgun ammo, which is the only two handgun and long gun are the only two types of guns. Yes, correct. And but I also okay. t- I also use low capacity guns that hit hard, single shot. So like. Well, Andrew might have, I don't know how many, how much does that Nightfall gun hold ammo wise? So it holds 80, but the mod gives you unlimited ammo. And that's the reason you use the gun. You know, it's like one of the elites or you're at a boss and you need to melt somebody, you use the mod and it's just like, I'm probably shooting 80 bullets. Yeah. The gun that I have, I think Mac, I think holds 26 total. Okay, so let me ask you this since I haven't played the game. So, like, I'm, I'm used to Destiny where I have, like, whatever, uh, primary, special, and a heavy a heavy uh-huh. weapon. And I use uh-huh. that heavy weapon for mainly, like, big boss DPS. Yep. How many weapons can you hold in Remnant, and how are you two. approaching having those two weapons? Is one for ad clear and one for boss DPS? How are you guys doing your thing? Whatever, whatever you want to do. Okay. So, yep. if it's a boss weapon, it usually has a mod that comes with it. So you can, you can, you can equip a mod, which is just like 
this turns your bullets into fire bullets or whatever. Okay. Or this shoots out a big a AOE blast. Yeah, big AOE blast. It's, it's basically a gun ability. That's what it is. Yeah. There's a million different types of them. Um, but usually the boss weapons come with like its own mod and you can't unequip it or whatever. It's like you gotcha. like this gun or you don't. Yeah. But then there's other weapons that you can equip whatever mod you want to to it. Yep. So it just depends right. on how you want to play. Yes. Um, I ha- I use that Nightfall gun specifically for like something needs to get melted or we're getting overwhelmed, I pop it. And then I yep. use my other gun mod for whatever the heck I want to do. Mm-hmm. So. For example, my two mods that I have that are both... It's like boss guns. One of them is a more sniper-esque type of gun. And so okay. that actually has, I think Andrew was using it for a while too. You pop the mod and it spins these things around you. And then you can melee three times. And every time you melee, it shoots out a projectile. Yeah, okay. When you hit something with that projectile, including bosses, which we use for, then for the next like 10 seconds or something, every hit on that boss is a critical or like a weak uh, it's like a, yeah, it's like a weak a spot hit. Yeah. you're basically yeah. sending cool. a weak spot to him that's mm-hmm. really cool and then, yep and then the other gun i have is uh, a quicker firing single shot and it but it only holds five in the magazine and so the mod on that is i can shoot basically a bunch of times into something and then press the mod button and then all of the like things that i hit that boss or whatever with come yeah. back to my magazine while doing damage when they come out of the... Oh, that's so cool. And can wow. overload my magazine up to 10 instead of having 5. So, like, Dude, that's so cool. So, stuff. I mean, it's pretty random stuff. I mean, and the, you have mods that you can buy to put on that I use for a little bit that shot I these little... <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I saw the door. I saw the door, like, creak open and it closed. Yeah, I was wondering. Hey, if you're not watching on YouTube and you're listening to audio, you need to watch on YouTube for things like that. Yeah, you won't uh, understand what we're laughing at. No, but they're like, yeah, there's a mob where you can shoot like little uh, little crabs out and they just like follow you and then go explode on back. It's like random stuff, man. There's a lot of. Yeah, it sounds so cool, man. Things. Yeah, I really want to play it's, that. That's the thing that I keep saying as we play Remnant, which is just like, there's a couple things. Number one, somebody is going to buy this studio. That just. It's going to happen. I, I would assume PlayStation mm. and Xbox both after this game are like, if this studio is for sale, like we need to buy them. Because yeah. if you could put PlayStation or Xbox money behind a Remnant 3, Ooh. it could be like, it could be giant. Um, this seems like a PlayStation. <clears throat> we're wanting to do games of service anyways. Just exactly. yeah. jump in. Make, that, yeah. make it your like almost Gears of War-ish type of deal like you mentioned with the yeah. with the Dodge roll earlier. And it's very, very, very replayable, but it's not a live service game, if that makes sense. Like, there's no battle mm-hmm. pass, there's no microtransactions or anything like that. Um, like, the first one, which is also replayable, they came out with three DLCs, and they've already said they're, said they're coming out with three DLCs for this one. That's what I've heard, um, yeah. And it'll be, I assume each one is going to be a new realm, have new archetypes, have new guns to hold. Are those not. free? No. Um, well, no. He no. Said- he said there are new you DLCs can, coming out, including paid DLCs. That's okay. What yeah. yeah okay. So there's going to be free ones and the three main, which I would yep. consider more expansions or whatever, but it's not like a live service game. So sure. it's just whatever. Um, but yeah, I would, it's more like a Borderlands kind of kind of deal where it's like, you ha- here's the mm-hmm. game, and then we will come out with pretty beefy DLCs that will add, add yeah. to it. Uh, but I've said it many times as we we're playing because 
I feel like Bungie and Destiny should like play this game in full and take a lot of the ideas from yeah. stuff. Not because I call them bosses. You know, like in Elden Ring or Dark Souls or whatever, you have the smoke door. You walk through the smoke, yes. smoke door. And yes. That's how you know like it's boss same yes. time. Yeah. Um, same thing here, but it's like most of them are just like boss battles with different mechanics and stuff. But the things that I think that Destiny needs to look at is the ones that aren't people you have to shoot and kill. Yeah, like there's one. If you've played the game, like there's one. It's like a cube puzzle thing where I've you have to that. shoot different lights. Uh-huh. I've seen some of that. Yeah, there's we the one that we there. did. Yeah, there's the one that we did where the light spoiler. I guess. Yeah, you have a lightning oh thing above you and a lightning thing below you, and it's going down, and so you have to like stay in the middle while also like shooting crystals. Yeah, you're running around sure the you don't outside. yourself. So it's yeah. like stairs. It's a descending spiral stair that you're going all the way down, trying to. And you keep running Listen, in different I'm a mechanic enemies. fiend, so this sounds incredible to me. It's awesome. We also died I a whole lot mechanics. there. I love there's one that you haven't done, Matthew. That me and Colby did. That was it. It took us down. I swear we were on this elevator for 45 seconds, and it's kept going down. And it was a train, and it was like a almost like saw like. Where it's like this guy's like we're going to play a game here, or whatever. And it's like waves of enemies and stuff, but you're timed and you're doing different things as you go throughout. It was awesome. Man. But I was just like, man, Destiny needs to freaking, especially the lightning one. I was like, if we, I wish there was more of that stuff in this game, but it was also a really, really nice break because most of the time you're fighting boss battles and enemies. And so it's nice when you go into a room and it's like, this mm-hmm. is something, this is a puzzle boss battle. And then yeah. there's also just a bunch of puzzles in general in the yeah. entire yeah. game. I am. I will say the one thing I'm I'm concerned about, and from a like we like so there's four difficulties. I think it's four difficulties. You start. Yeah, you don't start unlock on the first the one. I'm telling you right now. One until you beat this campaign. I am the king of the guy that says start with a game on hard because yeah. I don't feel like I beat the game if I beat it on normal and hard was a choice. That's me. Like I, you know. That's me. Start on normal. It's plenty hard <laughs> enough. We died a lot of times. That's uh, funny. But my but my one issue is now that we've beaten it, I have I think all of the either all of the archetypes or I know how to get the ones I don't have, and it's pretty easy to get from here, right? Um, There's one that's very difficult, but you have to play the game like multiple times to get pretty. Much. Yeah. Um. And which I'm gonna do. Yeah, of course. Um, and we're playing on the next step up difficulty wise, which is a little bit harder, but it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's a good, I, yeah. It feel it feels right. It feels like the right progression. Okay. But but I don't feel like other than just beating the campaign again, like I don't feel like I'm aiming for something at this point. I'm not grinding to get that cool gun or that to get that sense. whatever. Like I do yeah. feel like I'm just playing now. Like it's just just okay. I beat the game now. This is just funsies, I guess. And so. I'm kind of comparing it to Diablo just because that's the most recent similar ish game that I've been playing. Yeah. And the end game stuff on Diablo's feels a lot better to this point, even though we haven't done a lot of it. Oh, I think it's night and day to remnant too, from what I've heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in that kind of, that's like the two different versions of the game. Like remnant two is not a live service or MMO type game. Cause like there really is no end game. It's just keep playing the same game, but it's procedurally generated. So you Mm -hmm. could be playing, you could be fighting different enemies in a different place. You could mm-hmm. have a different layout. You're going to have different bosses and all that kind yeah. of stuff, which even like it's, I just started playing with Monroe and his first area is the alien area realm. That again, was fun. Same place you started at. But I swear in the first hour that we played, we found five or six 
armor pieces, which I don't think in mine, I haven't found any. In our playthrough, we maybe found like one. We haven't found five or six. No, that's the biggest deal is we lost to the boss a million times at the very end of the the campaign. And that was the thing I kept saying. I was like, we got to figure out a way to get more armor because our armor is like the basic armor I started with. Yeah, so. it was it was crazy. Like in his in his run, I was like, we've just been out here for an hour, and we've fought. We've seen a whole armor set, and then another helmet, and then like another boot or whatever we found. And I was just like, this is crazy. The only armor that I know of in our game is the ones you can craft at that summoner thing. There's the craftable ones, but then like ton of stuff to do. And it's it, know, there's it's also ones from like NPCs in the game as well, which is mm-hmm. depending on what you say. Or the decisions you make while you're talking to an NPC depends on what loot you get. Yeah. So, like, if you piss somebody off, you're going to get something. If you want to, this person wants you to go kill somebody or get an item, you can go do that. Or you can just fight the person now. Like, you can just fight this guy and be like, I'm not doing that. And you're all going to get different loot and different stuff. Yeah, we had a, you have one decision you're faced with where this person's like, go kill the other guy. He's the imposter. And then you go talk to the other guy. He's like, go kill the other guy. He's the imposter. You have to decide which one you want to kill. (laughs) That's pretty cool. The game's cool. The game's cool as crap. Um, It is fun. This, I really, really hope, and this is just me because this is like an Andrew game, basically, because it is, as someone who hasn't played like hardly any Dark Souls, Elden Ring type games like at all, but I've played the Mm -hmm. Destinies and Diablo of the world, it is just like a harder Destiny or Diablo for me. So Nice. Um, I really, really hope that this game gets nominated for and wins something at the Game Awards. Um, the the mm. crazy thing is like the people that play actually play this game. It's one of those games where like if you play this game, you love the game. Like no one's playing Remnant Two and being like, oh, "This game sucks." You know what I mean? Oh, I've already just, I've already you, seen the hardest difficulty. Every boss no hit already. Yeah. <laughs> I like. mean, when we beat when we beat the boss, we get it popped a PlayStation trophy. Matthew, I don't know if you noticed this, mm-hmm. and it tells you like you know, anytime you get a trophy, what percentage of people that have played mm-hmm. the game have yeah. that trophy? Yeah, sixty-two percent for that trophy, which I thought was a very high number. We died probably like thirty times. What do you think? Twenty-five times, thirty times? We died a lot, but <laughs> the fact that sixty-two percent of people that have played Remnant have popped that trophy. Just tells you that like people are playing the crap out of this game. Oh right. yeah, for sure. At the, yeah, no. Yeah. At the very, at the very least, it would take a good chunk of time to get there. Yeah. Even if you just sped it. So it's good. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping. It. I'm. Re- I was just say I'm hoping on the second playthrough, there's different boss fights and stuff like that. I think that would be very. I know in my helpful. own personal campaign, like I'm at a boss fight mm-hmm. right now that I haven't, that I didn't play with you, and then. That's at yeah. the alien place that I didn't play with you and I didn't play with Monroe and Man, it's a that's different so boss. Cool. So, and it's part of a boss because after we beat the campaign, I go into full destiny. Andrew, I'm like, I'm looking up every video for every secret. I'm going to know everything about this game. <laughs> and so the boss that I'm at now is like, Oh, I have to beat this boss and then go talk to this person and then wait 24 real time hours for a black hole to spawn. So I can go get this, Relic. It's, Are you serious? Dead serious. There's stuff in the game like, oh my god, yeah, I need this. Game. <laughs> I need this game. It's gonna be a fun time. Um, <laughs> we're we're pretty much full. Do we want to talk about Baldur's Gate three or not? It's out. If you want it, I don't. Well, the thing is, like, I don't know if uh, any of us are playing with it. 
or playing it, sorry, or getting it, it wasn't no, on my radar. So. And what I was trying to process was why people were so hype about it. And once I found out that it was very heavily D and D influenced, that's when the light bulb yeah. clicked. So yeah, yeah, yeah I know. There's I didn't play any of the first about. two, and I, I don't have any desire to play this third one. But I, I mean, maybe maybe Let's one day. Talk. Us talking about it before starting the podcast actually got me a little interested because okay. <laughs> you talked about it being very RNG and like rolling I, the die a lot for choices yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I'm a huge fan of that kind of thing in yeah. games, anyways. I, um, yeah. I just I enjoy it. I'm a big fan of of not randomness, but like weighted randomness in games. Yeah, you know what I mean. Is it I love that kind of stuff? Like, can you play uh, the whole campaign yes. together? Yes. yes. You can both it talk to a squirrel at the same time. Maybe who knows? Wow. I would, it's not something that I want to pay money for, but if it ever sure. came to one of the game passes, PlayStation yeah. or Xbox, mm-hmm. yeah, and we all wanted to group up and do it, I'd be down yeah. to try it for sure. Do we want to spend the next thirty minutes talking about F one Manager twenty three? Because I can, I'm I'm in. Well, I mean, we have final thoughts, <laughs> but I don't know if I want to spend that long. But final thoughts, Matthew, you can start. Uh, Remit two very fun, Diablo four very fun. You should play both of them. Uh, F1 Manager 23, very fun, but not a whole lot more fun than 22. Very simple. So, <laughs> my final thoughts, that's it. That's all I got. Andrew, your final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts is I really want to play Remnant 2, and then you guys started talking about it for the last 30 minutes, and now I really, really want to play Remnant 2. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's the decision on, you know, I am going to Japan in like, four weeks like do i want to buy the game now and dive into it or just wait for it to come on sale i'm also wanting it to be a uh, cross play or a uh, co-op so across the board so i don't know if i'm just going to wait till it gets to that point or what mm-hmm. so that's what i was going to ask it's yeah. not cross play yet i don't think no 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 and i don't think that's confirmed but they've hinted that it might be i think maybe they're like i don't if like this game that. takes i think maybe they're just like if this game takes off and sells a bunch then we'll double down on it probably it's, I mean, I've heard nothing but praise. So it sold yeah, a million copies for already for a for good a small for game like that. That's good. Yeah. And then it said it doubled, it's doubled Remnant One's peak uh, playership or whatever already peak players. What are your thoughts, Diablo Four versus Remnant Two? Um, as one someone that's played the crap out of both of them, mm-hmm. and it might just be recency biased. I prefer mm-hmm. Remnant Two personally. I thought he was going to go in that direction, but only because like. With Diablo, and it, it might just be gameplay differences. With Diablo, it's like I really like the most fun I had in Diablo was figuring out builds, you know. Mm-hmm. But like when it came to like the end game stuff, and even like basically halfway through the campaign, when I already had my build pretty much mm-hmm. set, when we walk into a room with enemies, I already know what I'm doing. I already know the buttons mm-hmm. I'm about to push. And I know what order I have to do them in, and then I recycle. I'm just doing that yeah. whole time, the whole game, and everything. With Remnant 2 is you walk into a room, anything can happen, you know, so. You have to be on your toes. Yeah, I I would rather play a game where I'd rather play a shooter than a point and click. That's what I'm going to call it, a point and click. I'd rather I have to dodge roll here and I have to shoot this and shoot that and on the fly. Whereas you're saying I have a build, I go in, spam, 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 spam. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. like (laughs) I beat I beat the level 70 dungeon at level 59 or whatever I was, mm-hmm. you know, and it was hard as balls, but that was like the most fun I had 
because the campaign would just freaking blow through the campaign, you know? Yeah. And I don't, yeah. I don't remember if we can, That's choose, a good campaign, can we have chosen difficulty in Diablo? I don't remember. Uh, you can choose. Yes, but we chose the hard world tier. That's yeah, what you're talking about, right? We chose just the world tier. Oh yeah. I just meant like for the campaign, like there was no like hard. No, campaign. you had to play it on no, uh, world one tier or two. Is your difficulty. Yeah. It's okay. one or two. Yeah. I would say the exact opposite of you. Like both, I enjoy both of them. They're both fun. I would, I, I would rather play the Diablo style of combat than shooting shooter. But that's I am, just me personally. I am still very excited for Diablo expansions. I think, uh, like Remnant, I'm excited for the Remnant yeah. DLC. I'm excited for the next big expansion for Diablo Four. Mm. I'll plot mm-hmm. back in. You know. What mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Uh, my final thoughts. I wanted uh, last week we did our uh, what we thought at the what we think, not what we. Not our personal favorites, Andrew, mm-hmm. but what we thought the game of the year contenders would be for the game awards specifically at the end mm-hmm. of the year. We took all the games down, pitted them against each other, all the games that are out, all the games that are coming out, and this was the top five that me and Matthew ended up coming up with. Because I think there's supposed to be five nominees, yeah. but I think there's six sometimes because of ties. Yeah. So I'm, okay, the, I'm gonna. Or I'm there gonna might name, just be six. I'm gonna name three out of five, and I'm assuming it's Starfield, Diablo, and um, Tears. Those are the only three I can think of. Yeah. Okay. Tear, Tears of the Kingdom we had as our, our number one. Okay. Starfield we had as number two. Okay. Spider Man Two we had as number three. Mm-hmm. Diablo Four we had as number four, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder we have as number five. Mm-hmm. Dang, we think that's gonna be that good. Okay. <laughs> I think it's going to sell that well. I think it'll sell well. Yeah. I mean, I it's mean, a Mario game and it comes out closer to the Game Awards than any game. Yeah. Well, it, if it, if it was 3D, I would say yes. But see, there's always. I also think it's possible, and I, I'm not going to say it's Remnant 2, but a game like Remnant 2, that either like a Hi Fi Rush or Remnant yeah. 2, or maybe yeah. something with like last year we had Stray. That's like a smaller game, but people freaking love that could pop up mm-hmm. in here somehow. Mm-hmm. And there's some interesting things like we talked about Starfield. Like we are both of the opinion Starfield could win game of the year or not be on that list. Mm-hmm. Like based off what happens with it when that comes out. Uh, I, uh, Zelda's the, like if, if Zelda would be the betting favorite in Vegas, right? Like that's the easy, if you have to bet, bet something safe to win game of the year, that's what you should pick. If I remember correctly, the games that were on there at one point that we kicked off that would be close were like Hogwarts, yep. Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. There was one other one that was close. I can't remember. Forza, I think, was close. Yeah, possibly making the list. Uh, Street Fighter 6. Really good reviews. Really good reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Street Fighter Six, I think, is sitting at like a ninety-two mm-hmm. right now or something ridiculous on Metacritic. But we were basically saying those top three. Like Zelda's the easy, like that's the safe bet. Starfield's the most volatile. It could just not. It could get a seven out of ten, not be on the list, or it could yeah win Game of the Year. And then Spider Man, I think, is a surefire lock to be on the five, but I think has an outside shot of winning it. Like if it comes out as a ten, I think it's you get a chance. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to be 85 on Metacritic, but it's PlayStation's big boy. A lot of people are going to mm-hmm. vote for it. And yep. the Spider-Man's on PlayStation 4 sold like insane numbers. So Insane numbers. All right, well, we're going to end this podcast out. Thank you all for listening. Um, we have new podcasts every Friday right here. You can stream it anywhere you stream your podcast at. 
You can find us at youtube.com backslash at logongames. If you're watching us, hit that subscribe button and uh, that will help us out quite a bit. Um, but that's going to do it for us here. We will be with you all again next Friday. See you. See you. Oh, let's break it.